Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. It is Project Sapient. Iman's over here, and we got Pete. What's up, guys? Uh, tonight's episode, or today's episode, or this week's episode, actually, uh, it's going to be kind of deep one. Kind of, uh, yes. you know, uh, as if you can tell from the uh, intro uh, with Amazing Grace, um, it's uh, it's going to be uh, a, about an article I wrote um, by uh, Havoc Journal. Actually, Pete, let's get the... Uh, the uh, supporters. Oh, yes, yeah. our supporters. We absolutely love everybody. LiveBoston617.org, Havoc Journal, Gym Junkies, Vector Shields. Thank you, guys. So, yeah, the, the bagpipes in the beginning, it's just, it always never fails to raise the hairs on my arms, too. Oh, yeah, I'm the same way, man. I'm the same way. It's so, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so powerful, you know, and and... The article I wrote, this uh, Havoc Journal published June 12th of 2020, um, called When One of Us is Murdered, as in law enforcement officers. I'll tell you, it's it's something that every single person in law enforcement has to deal with. Yeah. Nobody can get away from it. No, it, it's there. And and the reason I used murdered is actually um, a, a, a close friend of mine uh, from another state. I, w- I won't name or anything like that. Um, his brother, who is also who was also a cop, uh, was shot and killed yep. uh, by uh, by a bad guy. And um, and you know I, I obviously flew out there right away and attended the uh, funeral. And uh, you know it was a powerful thing to to uh, you know it was an honor for me to actually. Uh, uh, be able to do that and help the family out right. uh, with whatever they, their needs were. And, um, you know, his brother said something and, and I was like, you know what? He's right. He said, uh, you know, as, as he was going over the story of what happened that night, um, he said, yeah, you know, my, my brother was murdered. And I was like, you know what? Yes, he was. It's, it's different hearing it. Right? Yeah. Hearing I mean, the I actual mean, word. We, we, you know, the news and, and, and you know, uh, even sometimes us as cops, we're like, yeah, man, my buddy was shot and killed or whatever. Right. And, and you know, that's just kind of something we say. But the way he said it was, you know, yeah, my, my brother was murdered. Like, you felt the pain. Oh, yeah. You couldn't yeah. help but be a little empathic. Yeah, no, it's 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 unreal, and uh, and and I know he listens to this uh, podcast, so uh, so you know who you are, brother. Yeah, I love you, and uh, and even though I don't know you, you're Iman's brother. You're my brother automatically. Yeah. So if you ever need anything, 
reach out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, the uh, the reason why I wrote it is because um, one thing I, I went to, which was my first time uh, in 2019, was going to Police Week in D.C. I've never gone. Oh, you got to, you're going to go. I've had a couple opportunities. I've never gone. You got to go. Yeah. It was a, an amazing experience. Um, I've never seen the National Mall filled filled with cops, you know, with candles. Um, I mean, that picture uh, on Havoc Journal, I saw that, it, was, yeah. that was me. I took a picture. Of oh, that. really? Yeah, that was actually me taking the picture. Um, that, I think the count was, yeah, the count was 30, about 30,000 cops were at the National Mall. Jesus Christ. That we took up the entire National Mall, and it was amazing. It was it was something, again, I'll never forget, and it's something, if, if you are a cop and never been, you have to go at least I, once. I definitely want to. Yeah, I really, it's, it's every year. It is unbelievable time. Um, lots of uh, beverages, adult beverages occur. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't partake in those. Uh, the devil's water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but actually what was really cool is uh, at the time when I went, the uh, National Law Enforcement Museum opened up. Oh, really? At the same time, yes. So it wasn't opened? It, it was like its grand open, opening? Yeah. yeah, that was like the grand opening. And, uh, and you know, you, you flash the tin and they let you in right away. And, uh, you know, amazing, amazing, amazing museum. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, they actually had a couple cruisers uh, that the officers unfortunately died in, but they had the actual cruisers with the bullet oh. holes and all that shit. And, you know, wow. on display. Yeah, no, the, the actual cars, you know. We got to go. I got to go down. Yeah. I mean, I'm you know, uh, hopefully uh, it sounds like this year. It's still happening. It doesn't look like it's being canceled over COVID, but who knows? But I'm planning to go down. Uh, you know, to, to when is it? Uh, usually third week in May, I believe. Okay. Um, it's it's a specific date uh, that uh, that occurred. But anyway, so let's get back to yes, the article. The article. So, President John F. Kennedy gave law enforcement community a Memorial Day, basically May 14th. Yep. That, that's like the law enforcement Memorial Day. A day where we get to reflect on our brothers and sisters who died in the line of duty. Here's the thing: as as cops, you know, just like soldiers overseas, when when I was fighting in wars in the war in Iraq, a uh, fellow soldier died. We we have a quick memorial, and guess what? Right back to work. Yeah, exactly. That's that. The so, world keeps turning. The world keeps turning. Exactly. So I, I feel President John F. Kennedy did a great thing to actually give us one day to remember. It's weird, right? Because Kennedy did it in the '60s. Yes. Right. Yeah. And growing up, I knew nothing about it. Mm -hmm. I knew Memorial Day. Yeah. Right, but I knew nothing about the law enforcement. I, I had no idea until I became a cop. Until, well, not even, dude. It was yeah. probably 10 years into my career where I even realized it. Yeah. I think it's probably with the onset of social media. Yeah, yeah. That I realized it. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And and so I, I posted the uh, proclamation that President Kennedy, I'm, I'm going to read it. Uh, so Here we go. Just so uh, I know. <laughs> I, I get a little academic here. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> so this was written April 10th, 1962. By the President of the United States of America, a proclamation, whereas our law enforcement agencies play an essential role in safeguarding the rights and freedoms which have been guaranteed by the Constitution to every American citizen, and whereas it is important that people throughout the country, our country know and understand the problems, duties, and responsibilities of their police departments, and that members of our law enforcement agencies recognize their duty to serve the people by safeguarding life and property. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's like nothing that you can argue in that. By protecting them against violence or disorder 
and by protecting the innocent against deception and the weak against oppression or intimidation. Can I stop you? Yeah. What do you, this reminds me as you're reading it, right? You have a president of the United States making this a holiday in essence, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people in the law enforcement community that are going to tell you constitutionally, we have no obligation to do anything but enforce laws. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, the, you, you know I, my feeling on that. I'm, I'm reading that, and I agree with everything that President Kennedy was saying. Yep. But I can guarantee you that some people listening to this, even some people that I know, will will be like, it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, well, not my friends. All right, keep, keep going, keep going. <laughs> All right, whereas, uh, so uh, it continues, whereas the nation's police departments have grown to be modern and scientific law enforcement bodies, which unceasingly provide a vital public service. And whereas the Congress, by joint resolution approved June 21st, 1961, has designated the week of May 13th through the 19th, 1962, as Police Week in recognition of the contribution the police officers of America have made to our civilization through their dedicated and selfless efforts in enforcing our laws and has also designated May 14th as Peace Officers Memorial Day in honor of the federal, state, municipal peace officers who have been killed or disabled in the line of duty. And whereas that resolution requests the president to issue a proclamation inviting the people of the United States to observe such period appropriate um, uh, such period with appropriate ceremonies and activities. Now, therefore, I, John F. Kennedy, President of the United States of America, do hereby call upon the people of the United States and upon all patriotic, civic, and educational organizations to observe the week of May 13th through the 19th in 1962 as Police Week with appropriate ceremonies in which all of our people may join in commemorating police officers past and present, who by their faithful and loyal devotion to their responsibilities have rendered a dedicated service to their communities and in so doing have established for themselves an inevitable, uh, in, uh, here we go, inviolable. Hooked on phonics yeah, works exactly, for me. Yeah. Pu- public school. <laughs> <laughs> an enduring reputation for preserving the rights and security of all citizens. I further call upon the people of the United States to observe Monday, May 14, 1962, as Peace Officers Memorial Day, in honor of those peace officers who, through their courageous deads, have lost, oops, have lost, uh, yeah, okay. Have lost their lives yeah. or have become disabled in the performance of duty. Yeah, my uh, screen just uh, went away. I'm sorry, guys. You want me to read the go last ahead. two? Yeah, go ahead. In witness whereof, I have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States of America to be affixed. Done at the city of Washington this 10th day of April in the year of our Lord, 1962, and in independence of the United States of America, the 186th, John F. Kennedy. How powerful is that? It's it's stunning. Can you disagree with anything he I said? couldn't disagree with any of his punctuation, let alone, you know, a word. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, and you're talking this, you know, 1962, this, this occurred. And then ever since then. Police Week has grown and grown and grown yeah. and grown, and it's become uh, this massive thing that we all are a part of as Americans. You know, just like we observe Memorial Day, just like we observe right. uh, the Fourth of July, uh, all the all the other major milestones of our uh, of our great nation. You know, police officers are one of them, and and it's 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 telling that even in the sixties. It w- we were still recognized. Well, think about it, right? The president's got 8 million things going through his head. Yeah. So I'm sure he had this because knowing a little bit about his personality and where he was, he did have a reverence for 
the police. Yes. But I'm sure there was somebody that pushed him to it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he actually made a big deal about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he not only uh, did a proclamation like sometimes you'll you'll get uh, political officials or whatever they might do a right like a, what we call like a fourth place ribbon certificate right. appreciation thank you yeah. for playing checkbox uh, fucking... checkbox exactly here's here's my quick five minutes for a fame he went he went and dedicated an entire week, week. yep you know because he he understood and knew what happened I gotta say regardless of politics. Mm-hmm. I wasn't on John F. Kennedy's side, you know, for politics. I wasn't born then, but I'm just thinking in hindsight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But he did amazing things. Thing is, though, you can't deny something. I mean, you can't deny any of that. You can't deny any of that. I think the only other president that's done just as good for law enforcement is President Trump, former President Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's something that you can't deny. No, no, and and again, we're not left. We're not Re- yeah, right. regardless Whatever. of politics. Reg- just- yeah, regardless of politics. There have been presidents that were horrible to cops. Right. And there have been presidents that were great for cops. Yeah. And I'm not saying great for cops by saying, oh, you guys do a great job and, and that's about it and give us, you know, lip service. Right. No, actually instituting certain things that will actually help us do our jobs in a safer manner and to yeah. be able to help our communities grow and 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 safe and, and you know, 10 million things that, that enables us to do things. It, it's, you you look at public servants- and I'm not saying me and you public servants, I'm talking about politicians because that's what they are. Yes. Right? You look at them and when they actually take the time to start laws or uh, bring litigation or uh, or uh, executive orders yeah. that'll help public servants, like what greater good can they do? Oh, yeah. No, I... You know? Because they're doing their job. They're doing... Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and he signs it, obviously, uh, and... It, it, it you know now now that we've read this you know I I'm gonna give we want to give the listeners uh, those who are non cops kind of look into a mind of a cop uh, when someone when one of ours dies in the lineage brace yourselves I have been to several police funerals as as you have um, you know even one is one too many just like you know when I was um, with the army uh, honor guard when we buried soldiers one was yep. one too many especially the young ones you know the 19 year olds 20 yeah. year olds those those were the tough ones. You know, I mean, uh, um, Officer uh, Sean Collier, you know, yep. MIT, young, young, young cop, and you know, Boathouse and Speed Bump went and you know yep. did their shit, and uh, and it's like you felt it. You know, I mean, that day you you felt it. You know, especially when we went to the uh, to the funeral and the wake and all that stuff. You're talking. I met cops from Ireland. I've met cops from Scotland. All, all the world. over the world, cops yep. came together, and uh, and we took up uh, all of MIT. I think the entire field of uh, the entire area the entire campus so i did the escorts yep. for at the time vice president biden yep back then and it was as much as i didn't like him politically mm-hmm. it was probably one of the best speeches i've ever heard oh yeah no he like, knocked it out of the park i I'm, i never want to get political on the show yeah i really despised him politically yeah but it was one of the best orated things i have ever heard when he was talking about sean Coyer. yeah no he was it was it was a very good very good speech and you know, so so now in in terms of, you know, uh, here's the thing you, you want to think about: the officer responded to a call or or saw something or or was doing something, right? And and the officer was uh, the only reason why this officer was murdered was because they went out to make someone accountable for their actions. They were That's doing it. their job. They were doing their job. You did something stupid or you broke the law, and I'm not saying speeding or anything. even then, even then we've had officers die. Still keeping order. 
we've had officers die over a bullshit speeding ticket. Right. Like, really? That, that, that's your only reason to kill in the cop is because he was out there doing his job. He may have been giving you a freaking warning for all you know. Well, how many times have you heard that happen? Oh, I, plenty. 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 Right, where you where they look at the officer's actions and they were like, oh, shit, he had written the guy a warning. Yeah. I could think of three. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's plenty. There's so many out there. And and it's it's like, again, personal accountability is, is apparently a new thing that I'm bringing back as a cop. People can't uh, control themselves. I no. Mean. No, they they can't. And and here's the thing, you know, when when you know we as cops we gather in formation, several hundred officers, even thousands. I mean, I, again, I've been to those uh, honor guard up front, uniformed officers behind them, various law enforcement agencies for a day of mourning. One of our murdered brothers or sisters, the murderer was apprehended, handcuffed, sent away. We officers understand that we are not the jury, we're not the executioners. As much as you want to be. As much as you want to be. As much as as when we were freaking escorting, <laughs> you say it right in your thing. As much as we want to act out, yeah. whatever's going on through our minds, you're exactly. you're 100 right. Here's the thing: how many uh, SWAT officers, officers, when we when we grabbed Boathouse and freaking took him out of there? Yep. There, you can't tell me there was not one cop there that said this dude shouldn't be here. Opsec, but I will. I can say. I probably had one of the most defining decisions in my life mm. and maybe five other guys I know mm. and the rest of everybody that was there too. Yep. One of the most defining decisions I ever made because I actually made the conscious decision. Yep. And it's exactly falls in line with what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, that's, that's why, you know, me, me and you talk about this because been there, done that and seen it, Yep. you know, and, and felt it. And, and you, you know, you, you think that, guy who sexually assaulted that little girl that I had to investigate. You think I had any love for that dude or whatever? Oh, I'm sure there's 15 <laughs> scenarios that went through oh, your brain. Oh my God. Which yeah. one would be more painful? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and here's the thing, folks. This is the reality of what we do and what we are. Why, why I label certain officers as these hybrid wolves, as these predators, yep. as these guys that will do great and terrible things for their loved ones, for their communities. So most cops listening to this understand it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But for the people that aren't cops and they're listening to this, you need to realize that there is absolutely nothing wrong with me having those thoughts or I'm in having those thoughts. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong no, with it. That's, that's the fact wrong. that we think it and don't go through with it that's, should, should be commended. That's that's <laughs> that's that separates us from right. you know the the whole idea of some them. Right. Uh, well, actually, uh, just real quick uh, segue into a recent video I watched by a certain news agency about how uh, <laughs> cops training as warriors is causing more people to die. And what's that guy's name? <sighs> I don't know. Some biscuit. <laughs> tea drinking biscuit eating guy. Uh, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. So I reached out to them asking if he wants to come on the show. <laughs> Did no, Did no response. response. Oh, of course. I'm going to keep doing it. Oh, though. no. Just keep copy and paste. Send, That's a, copy yeah, and paste resend. Send all, all, all day long. So, so here's the thing, though. Uh, you know, folks who, who aren't cops. I mean, the cops know what I'm talking about. They understand it. The, the, the non-officers, it, it, is, it is a real emotion. You, you yes. know, you feel it in, every, in your entire fiber from, from your, your legs all the way up to your head to your, even your, finger trimps, uh, your fingertips. You know, even now I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know, having my, uh, my trigger finger. Like, a, a, you know, it's, it's, it, we deal, and, and we, when we deal with these evil, evil people, you know, even if when they killed a fellow officer, they go to jail. They aren't beaten to death. Right. They, they aren't executed. 
the handcuffs are on them, so now the fight's over. We officers are quiet, dazed. Some of us are, have tears in our eyes because we just lost a fellow officer. Yeah. Um, a large procession of police officers follow the uh, the uh, medical examiner's van because that is where the body of the slain officer is. They escort him there. They escort him back. Um, you know, the murderer faces a judge the next day, gets their breakfast, changes into clothes. I mean, what a country. It's amazing, <laughs> right? Yeah, what a country. And, and you know, they're in court. In chains, facing the judge, they are assigned uh, either assigned a lawyer or, or, or hired, protected by the Constitution. You know that's just the way. That's those are the rules. As, uh, as well, we as police officers put our faith in that system. Yeah, right. Like you said, you want to do a million things to this person. Yeah, but once the cuffs go on, you're controlling yourself, and then you put your faith in the yeah. judicial system, which has failed us. Right. It, there's a, <laughs> you know? there's, there's a, a, a million arguments we can have with yeah, that. Right. Yeah, yeah. But you're totally right. Yeah. And, and, you know, meanwhile, the family of the slain officers crying, screaming, um, you know, while the officers provided, uh, you know, support and comfort. One, one, one that stands out to me is uh, Sergeant Chesna out in, uh, Chess. and his wife sitting in the courtroom and, and looking at that killer. And yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. And, and, you know, what a strong woman to, to be able to face that asshole right there. And, and, uh, you know, I'll never forget. She yelled and I, it was live and, and, you know, they couldn't bleep it out on uh, anything like that. I remember she said, you know, she called him something like a fucking asshole, whatever it was, right. but that was raw emotion. And you saw the other, uh, the other officers holding her down, but I'm sure in their minds, they knew what they wanted to do as soon as he walked oh by them. Oh my God, yeah. You know, it, but. I have a personal story yeah. offline. Yeah. We'll talk about it. But okay. during that whole fiasco, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we all have things that keep us up at night. Yeah. Chesna's funeral with the family and the kids is Ooh. one of the things that keeps me up almost every night. Yeah. Like if I wake up the next morning and haven't dreamed about it, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't dream about it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll talk of, a, of an old one. Uh, this was military, though. A uh, young kid who who died. Um, um, actually, I, ha- I still have the uh, cutout from the lo- uh, the newspaper um, of me and my guys on a guard carrying the casket in really? the church. Yeah, I still have that. And and I at the time I was uh, I was folding the flag, and and. You know, it's it's both an honor, but also the wailing in the background. It that gets to wailing. You. It oh. gets to you, you oh. know. And you're trying to maintain military bearing, maintain your discipline, do the flag folding, but it is so hard, you know. And and we're doing it not because it's for us, right? For the family, yeah. You know, so we we take that emotion that we have, we dig it deep, get rid of it, and then at least. Later on, we deal with the grieving. Uh, we, we deal with, you know, again, like like having a day, a Memorial Day for law enforcement. Right. We can now have that one day or that one week to do it. And it was unbelievable going to uh, police week and watching uh, their fellow officers who, the officers that died the year before, and their names getting inscribed into the wall. And it's such a powerful moment. That you does know, sound where, powerful. Yeah. Where, I mean, these officers, here's the thing, it's it's their, uh, you know, brothers and sisters in law enforcement, and they're, and they're in there, and they're crying, and they're, yeah. you know, you, you it's like the funeral all over again. And, and but for them, it, it, for us, it's like also a release too, because we're like, all right, you know, you're right. You know, I, ne- I never thought that, about it that that's way. That's the thing. That's what I saw. You know, when I went to the wall, 
And and it was so amazing because at the wall, what they do is they have uh, tracing paper available. Yeah, you and you can it, kind of trace you over can it. Trace over it, and so many. You know, I have pictures of uh, fellow officers when uh, when Sergeant Gannon was killed. Yeah, um, his team was down there, um, and they all you know uh, uh, traced his name out to right. keep to keep as memorabilia. But it was so powerful because it was so quiet; no one was talking, and you're talking thousands of people at the wall. And it was dead silence. It was, crazy. it was almost eerie, you know, from, yeah. from, because here's the thing that, again, we're still processing that death. We're still working on it. We're still, we're still doing what we're doing, you know, and, and, you know, sure enough, later on, we're going to the bar and drinking to oblivion. But, you know, it, it's, it's a tough week. You know, it's, it's an intense week for, for cops. And, and even, you know, I saw, I saw police officers, families, wives, husbands there, and they, they wear a, a special uh, VIP necklace type thing. And they, they are being escorted by the officer's uh, department all okay. over the place. I mean, it was amazing. I, I mean, I'll, uh, you know, it's go, true love. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing that they're, they're carrying this family too. They're hurting, but they know the family needs it more. Yep. You know, and, and I've, again, you want to talk about selflessness, go to police week. I have to do this. I really I've, have I've to. met cops, man. I'm telling you from, from San Francisco to Germany. Yep. And we were all there for the same reason. And we were all brothers and sisters, law enforcement. And, and I mean, it's an amazing time. Again, if, if you're a cop and, or even civilian, you've never experienced, go and take a look. And, and, you know, and, and, you know, I'm going to get back to the article because I kind of segued a little. But, you know, the, for us, for the rest of the world, the world goes on. You know, it travels. Keeps going. But for us, we relive it because not only comes the time for that, the funeral and the screaming and crying, but the murder is ordered held without bail, then sent to a jailhouse. Then he's housed there until trial. And then between the trial, between then, pre-trial and all that stuff, officers have to repeatedly testify you know, motions to suppress. You're reliving it. You're reliving it every day. And and the family, same way. Reliving it every day because they have to deal with going into court and wa- seeing that individual that killed their uh, significant other uh, standing there. And I've seen them, like, smile. It's fucking disgusting. You they know? they it's, are it's, fucking disgusting. It's, it's, it's unreal. And, and, and it, it, again, like I said, the, their world has crashed and burned. Right. But for the rest of the world, it's still, revol- you know, going. And, and, but the thing is, well, we as officers haven't stopped working at all. You know, we're still answering the calls. We have to see a grief counselor to, to, to those departments who, who, who have those. Some of us are still shaken. You know, some of us are still hurting, but we're, but we're working, you know, we're out there. And, and it's like, it's, 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 it's an unbelievable selfless service that you, yep. you that you are still pushing on. You know, and, and, you know, we've, we've gone to the point where neighboring departments um, um, go into patrol, let's say a town. To uh, help out. To help out. So the entire department is able to attend the funeral. I mean, I just did this uh, uh, a couple weeks ago where a fellow officer was uh, died because of COVID. Yep. And, um, and all the neighboring departments, including my own, we all went, uh, the patrol guys all went out there to take any calls, whatever is needed. Just to cover everything. Just to cover everything so the Norton officers have their moment to grieve. That way they can do the funeral, grieve, have the rest of the night off, and, and you know, come back to work uh, feeling better. Here's the thing, I mean, right? There's a lot of emotion with this stuff, obviously. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But 
in your entire career, you've lost friends. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's the military yeah. and law enforcement. Yeah. You've lost friends. You've gotten over it. You continue to do your work. You continue to do your job. Yeah. But does it still not bother you? Oh, hell yeah. Now, having these little moments, mm-hmm. whether it's police week or having a brother and sister from a neighboring city or town coming to help you, it takes away just an ounce of that load that's on your shoulders. What, what did it, we share it. We're, we're, we exactly. Okay, yep, yeah. Yep. We, we end up sharing it. You know, because it's a tough, uh, it's a tough weight to have to hold in you all the time. And there's people that can't overcome it. No, no. There's, there's people. My FTO. Yeah. My FTO killed himself. Yeah. It was one of the most, as much death and destruction and fucking mutilation I've seen. Yeah. That man killing himself destroyed me. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it brought me to the edge. Yeah. But. I could see how it could. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It, 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 here's the thing. I, I always say as, as a veteran, as a combat veteran and everything, we're, 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 one bad, we're one bad day away from having a really bad day. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah. It, but we take it upon ourselves to have that discipline and to have that foresight and everything to keep it. Uh, keep ourselves uh, in check, so to speak, whether through counseling, through whatever. We, we That's find, a great way to put it. You know, we, we find a way, you know. Put like, yourself in check. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like with me, it's obviously it's lifting. I mean, you can tell I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, yeah. size. I'm a rock and, <laughs> and all that. <laughs> What'd you say, Lou? Yeah, Lou yeah, Ferrigno? Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, I, I, I work out and, and, you know, that's my outlet. You know, whether, right. whether I work out once a day or three times a day because I needed to. But that's part of my... That's what your brain weight. and your body said, this is what I need. Exactly. And, and you know, later on uh, down the line, we are going to have somebody talk about I was specifically... Just gonna, yeah. yeah, specifically talk about um, uh, what she's doing out in California. Amazing, amazing stuff with when it comes to uh, physical fitness and therapy all in right. one sitting. And to f- further that a little bit, Project Sapient is going to have on our website, we're going to have resources. Yes. Where... If you don't, or if you can't find yes. that thing that you need, Iman's got his working out. Yes. Me, I got my good looks. <laughs> uh, questionable. Come on, dude. <laughs> Give it to me, will you? Listen, listen, I, I, I understand you're Greek and you think you're Leonidas because you got the beard and <laughs> you wake up to an alarm that yells, this is Sparta. <laughs> I, I gotcha. <laughs> my wife's got a fucking, a sword pointed at you right now. <laughs> Behind your back. Don't turn uh, around. Oh, shit. <laughs> but no, no. We're going to have resources out there for people, right? Yeah. We're going to... If if you cannot find that thing that helps you, yeah. whatever it may fucking we'll, be. We'll find it. There's nothing wrong with reaching out. We will find there's it. There's no stigma. Yeah. Reach out. Talk to us. Call us. Email us. Guys, projectsapien2020 at gmail.com. Send us. We get tons of emails all the fucking time. Talk. And we will we will filter it out. We will get you in contact with the right people. Even if you don't want that. If you want to call and tell me that you had a shitty fucking day. Yeah. And complain. Yeah. That the sky is fucking blue. Please. Call. Please. I mean, it's amazing. Like, I'm part of a couple law enforcement groups on, 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 the, uh, on the interwebs. And uh, on, on the Google machine, yeah, on the Google machine, on, on the Facebook. And um, what's amazing to me is uh, when an officer actually reaches out and says, hey, guys, I'm having a rough night. 
and all of a sudden you'll see thousands of posts, right. phone numbers, personal cell phone call. numbers. Yep. Call me, call me, call me. And then we do a follow-up and then you'll start seeing the trail. Hey, I called his or her agency, um, you know, the in the on the DL because obviously they they don't want him to get into the rubber gun squad, yep. you know, or whatever. Yep. But they're on the DL, they got in touch with the right person. That person went out, did a well-being check, everything's good. Or another one is, hey, I'm in touch with them. I'm talking with them right now. We're good to go. I don't know how your department does it I, without giving my department away. Uh, from when I started till now, it's night and day. Yeah. So I have to give them props. Yeah. But we have a stress unit. Yeah. Okay. And I could call on you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you're going to go to the rubber gun squad. Right. We, we have a, we have a regional for a us. A regional. Okay. Yeah, for us. So the good thing with us is it's actually in our rules and regulations that once somebody gets quote unquote assigned to the stress unit, yep. they can be assigned there without question. Yeah. So nobody can say, well, why is he going there? Yeah. Or why is he this? Or why is it? Do you see what I'm saying? It's the same way with us. Whatever they need therapy, they yep. have it. We even have locations out of state that people can go to. Yep. I could, I, I a hundred percent say as fucked up as policing has become. It's yep. one of the things not to say that it's perfect because it's a system. It's, it's a system. It's, it's a better it, system. And it needs to be bettered. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's there. Is that a word? Yeah. Bettered. Fuck off. <laughs> but it's, but it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Because 20 years ago, if you called your partner and said, Hey, I'm having fucking shitty thoughts. Yeah. Your partner would be like, fuck you. Let's go drink. Yeah. Let's make it worse. Yeah. In essence. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The bottle is, uh, is not the way to go. Yeah. It, it really isn't. But, but here's the thing, right? So getting back to the article, the funeral's over. Everything's done. We're, you know, we, we return back to work business as usual. All officers are back to work. Uh, but, but difference. Are there any riots? Fuck no. Yeah. Burning a building. He cares. Looting. Are the officers um, shooting in the air and, and calling for for blood? Get out of here. You know, we might be thinking it. You're not thinking it to the level that you're actually going to do anything exactly. about it. Exactly. Because if exactly. we did, if we wanted to do something about it, if we wanted to riot. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't There'd be. be no country left. Yes. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade here. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, so, so again, it, it's. We don't do any of that because we know that does not change. That's not exactly. going to help. It's not going to fix anything. It's not going to change anything. No. We rely on a system that, that, not perfect, but it's a system that we have. All right, it's a system in place. And trust me, uh, uh, I've grown up in a, another country. So as Pete, we, we know and we see what it's like to have a broken, a completely broken system. That gives no fucks. Yeah, that gives zero fucks on your rights and your constitution, which if they have even have a constitution, they call it a constitution, but it's not really, it's more lip service. But it, it, again, it comes back to what you were saying, right? You get shithead in cuffs. Yep. Then you rely on the system. Yep. You're still upholding your what you've sworn to. Oh, absolutely. That that if that doesn't call you a warrior, yeah. Like uh, 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 war. Uh, listen, <laughs> tea, you can't say the word. Uh, tea and and biscuit eating guy. He <laughs> he made it a very very good point not to say. Uh, you can't warrior. say it. Yeah, because it, it drives us to kill. Just I I want to fucking kill right uh, now. I know, I know. So so you know we're back to work. We're doing our, our thing. Police week comes around. Thousands of officers from all over the country go to Washington D.C. to honor their fallen. The pictures I put on this article are actual pictures I took. 
So none of them are really, except for actually the NYPD funeral one, um, because I found it to be a powerful picture. Uh, I don't know when it was, but I've been in those parades. I mean, I even have a picture of, of us uh, when we went uh, uh, to, to another funeral, to another slain officer, and it was thousands of cops, you know, walking and 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 grieving and everything. And I even have a picture of actually one of the officers tracing uh, Sergeant Gannon's name. You know, one oh, of his, is that what that is? Yeah, that's that's what that is. If you go down, yeah, that's one of the officers. Is that you? No. Is that you with hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually has a better head of hair than me. <laughs> I've given up on my hair, dude. <laughs> that's why I got the Vin Diesel look going all the time. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, later that evening, we head to the National Mall. And that is an amazing thing. And what they do is they call out the names of every officer that's slain from the year before. And after each name is 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 like a ding of a bell, and Just the it, families like, are up there, and you're holding that picture of all of us with the candle. You're holding that candle up for the sleep, and, and they and you're talking. There are cops that are handing thousands of these. I, I couldn't believe how many candles they had made. Really, for thousands of cops, hand handmade. That's amazing. Like the way they wrapped them yeah. for so the flame doesn't go out because of the wind and stuff right, like that. Right. All all of them were made. And and the you know the, when the ceremony ends, uh, the walk is eerily quiet. You know, once once it's all said and I'll, done, I'll tell and, you, and again man, for thirty thousand cops for it to be that quiet. I, so the the whole silence thing yeah. kind of turns me off on it, and I'll tell you why. Every time I've done a funeral, because you know my last assignment, yeah, yeah. when I did get on a motorcycle, it was all funerals. Yeah, right. Or, or I mean, dignitary escorts too, yeah. but funerals yeah. and you'd get up and do your formation and yeah. all that stuff. Then you'd hear the bagpipes. Yeah. So the bagpipes would set the mood. Yep. You know, the, the tears would be coming up and you'd yep. be like, stop, 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 yeah. stop. Yeah. Yeah. And then the fucking silence. Yeah. And so now you talking about silence kind of turns me off a little bit from going because I don't want to experience that thing is though, it, it, again, you have to. Yeah. It's one of those things where to me, it was so powerful for me because it, it and I, I can see why certain cops, they've been going there their entire career after their first one. I've met cops that have been going there for 20 years straight really? after their first one. Yeah. I mean, it is such an amazing, amazing, amazing experience and getting to meet cops from all over the world. Yeah. Just the country, all over the world. Right, right. And, and all of us standing together shoulder to shoulder at the National Mall. And we may not know each other. But in the end, we were brothers and sisters, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Arab, whatever. It Hold on, matter. that doesn't matter? Yeah, well, in the real world, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But in the fantasy lollipop unicorn world, apparently <laughs> it does matter. So, so no, we, it, it, you know, we all bleed blue. Just like in the military, we say we all bleed green. Right. In policing, we all bleed blue. Unless you're Iman and you're a mutant and it's well, ne neon purple. Yeah, I don't sleep and, and uh, yeah, carry cars down the street. <laughs> so after a night, uh, after a night of ceremonies, laughter, story sharing, we return to our respective agencies after we're done at Police Week. It's back to work, business as usual. We're out there ca catching the evil people. We're out there reminding people not to speed. Uh, we are out there helping elderly walk across the street. We're holding hands with a, of a person that we know is about to die. We are yep. comforting victims of violence. We are, we are tormented by a court system that sometimes frees bad people too quickly. Yes. And then we get frustrated when our voices aren't heard. All right. We are out there. We're enforcing these laws that people and the and polit uh, sorry, we are out there enforcing the laws that the people and politicians voted for. We didn't come up with the we laws. We didn't make them arbitrarily fucking say no. this is, yeah. 
this we did not say this is law now. These laws were made by the politicians who are supposed to represent the people. Yes. Again, supposed to keyword. It drives me insane. Yeah. You know, we are a reflection of society. The society's laws, the police enforce, uh, are, are a reflection of what the society has become. I really want you to think about that. It's it's a hundred percent true. You can't argue it. No. Really, really think about it. You know, we are, for us officers, we are the best in our society. We are the hunters of evil and the last line of defense for the communities we swore to protect. When one of us is murdered, we mourn, we celebrate the officer who has made the ultimate sacrifice, and we're back to work. Exactly. And it, it's, it's that simple. You know, it, well, complex, but it's that, in terms of the concept of yeah. what we do, it's that simple. You know, we, we get back to it, but the thing is, oh, we wear that black mourning band. And anytime you see officers wear a black mourning band for the civilians who don't know that, that means they lost a, a fellow officer. Yeah, and anybody that doesn't know what he means, it's it's like a black band that goes in front of a, in front of the officer's badge. Yeah, and and my uh, my black mourning badge actually is is uh, for my buddy, uh, my uh, my close friend's brother. Um, it has his badge number on it, so I kept that. Oh, really? That's, that's my black mourning. That's your band. mourning band. Yeah, to to remind me of of him all the time. So so I mean, again, I, I understand guys. This was a deep episode, and yeah. it kind of it kind of happened because. Um, you know the so there was a really bad incident in Miami that occurred. By the time this thing, this airs uh, next week, um, you'll have heard more. You you would have heard more. Um, FBI agents um, were uh, killed. Uh, uh, you know, going after a real bad dude who was doing like child pornography and all kinds of shit, and they lost what three, two agents, three agents, two agents, so two far. agents, and a bunch of them shot and hurt, and one is in uh, critical. One is in critical. Yeah. So I mean, terrible, terrible thing. And so I was thinking about it and, you know, I, I call up Pete cause that's what I do. Even he's a midnight shifter. I'll call him at 12 and just to fuck with him. I'm still fucking asleep. <laughs> when I talk to you, I'm still sleeping. So whatever I say, I don't, re you should record whatever I say, dude. No, it's actually great because when I come to see you, you're like, really? I said that? Like, yeah, you did. dude. You, you wanted to do the episode in, uh, in a tutu or something. I don't know. Here, Pete, here, why are you naked? You yeah. <laughs> I thought we talked about, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, right. Ah, <laughs> damn it. So, so I, you know, I get it, guys. This was a, this was a deep episode, and, and there, there's a reason why. And, you know, I kind of uh, shouldn't say inspired, but it's more, you know, I was like, I've had this article. It was kind of on the queue to get talked about and thinking about it today. We were going to talk about something else, but thinking about what occurred to our, our fellow law enforcement uh, uh, friends and brothers and sisters. It, I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you, it really, it really bothers me. And not from a, I mean, we talked about it. And when we said, you know, guys need better training and this and that, I get it. Yeah. We're, we're all going to Monday morning quarterback it. Yeah. We're all going to say, oh, they should have done this. They could have done that. And fuck, fuck this guy and fuck that guy and blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, it happened. Yep. Right. And what bothers me about it in every police death is you know I can get really deep about this shit, so I'm trying to control myself Ooh, a little bit. Okay, get ready, folks. It's the it's the before and after. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's the... See, and I'm trying to say it without giving shit away. It's the wife putting the pair of socks on her husband's dead body yeah. for the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wife waking up and saying, fuck, what do I do now? Yeah. My kids aren't going to be taken to school. 
or whatever their routine is. You, you know what I mean? Like, wh- who's going to do the bills? My husband usually did the bills. Or vice versa. I'm not yeah. trying to be yeah, sexist yeah, yeah, or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. But it's the certain moments where you have some of these families and they turn around and say to you, what the fuck do I do now? Here's the thing. My, my, again, my close friend, uh, his brother's wife, uh, two, uh, has three kids. And what a strong woman. I, I just like, you know, I, I, I talk to her from time to time. I, you know, I'm on her, um, we're friends on Facebook and, you know, check in from time to time. And I'm amazed at the stuff that she does. She's going to get through it. Yeah. And even to this day, like new graduates of the police academy, she will say, good luck, be safe. Like, right. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, it, it, look, she's going to get through it, but the pain aspect of it is what bothers me that yeah. like i said that wife putting the socks on the officer or another one having to pull the officer's kids out of yeah. the casket yeah it, it, like that deep rooted fucking pain yeah. no matter how strong of a person you are oh no it's 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 tough i mean i i i uh it was it was very difficult to uh to be on a guard to be in the honor guard is yeah. it's a very very difficult position uh in terms emotionally uh you know because you feel the pain you know you feel the family's pain and you take that with you that 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 uniform carries that family's pain and of course when, it when does you, when you're folding the flag like i still have my uh, my dress blues from the army you know Do you? And it's got the honor guard tab still on there and and it's like i remember everything i yep. remember all the funerals i did yep. with, you know in that uniform and and same thing with my honor guard uniform for work you know for for police I, it's like there's a story on uh, every time I wear it. Exactly. You know, and, and yeah, we get to cool, do some of the cool stuff. Like we get to go to football games, present the flag, and right. and those are all fun stuff to do. But it, the, rea- the real reason why an honor guard is there is to do, is to care for the family and to represent the family and to represent the slain officer. And to show them and show the world that we're all behind these families. Absolutely. We're all behind these officers. We're all always going to be. Yeah. Because without that, if we can't support each other, we're fucked. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's one thing I always say. I always say we only have each other. And and that's it. You know, and and when the bullets fly and and all that, uh, you know, it's so funny. I, I always say that, like, no matter what your views are, no matter what you feel about certain things and whatever, it's really, um, humbling when you are facing death and you and your friends look at each other and you're like, yeah, this is it. This is it. You know, it's, it's, it's humbling. And it's also, uh, not just humbling. It's also like the realization that you're like, oh shit, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the, the real, this is really happening there. Am I right or wrong? There's a little bit of numbness too. Oh yeah. Like I felt the numbness. Yeah. I mean, it's, Eventually, when you're staying there at attention and, and, and you know, it, it, we're conditioned, we're trained to take that emotion and just bury it somewhere. Comp- That's com- wrong. it. We, we bury it somewhere and it comes up, you know, when it comes up on the worst times. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. You know, that, right. that's, you know, whether we're dealing with some innocent motorist out there who has a broken taillight. And all of a sudden, this festering anger. Yeah, and the motorist had. tells you to go fuck your mother, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, okay, here's the twig snap." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like all that rage comes out. Right. So, you know, like I've learned, it, it's just not healthy to to be that way. You you need that release. You need to be able to 
to to to do something. I don't care. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, my my favorite scene uh, in The Wire, where one of the detectives who builds uh, furniture. Uh, I haven't seen it. I know. I suck. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck, man. Blah, 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 blah. You sure you're a cop? No. Okay, exactly. That's why I thought. I have fooled you all. <sighs> That's what I thought. <laughs> so in, in The Wire, there's this older detective, uh, uh, really smart. He's like the unassuming, really smart detective who's okay. just a genius in investigations. So not Iman. No, not me at all. <laughs> Listen, I'm just a knuckle dragon. <laughs> Door kicker, all right? That's all I am. Oh, come on. You know, you deserve <laughs> so, that. Go so, on. So he, he in his, his hobby, as he sits on his desk while doing reports, whatever, he builds doll furniture. It, it was kind of cool to me because I'm like, wow. Was that, that his release? That was his release. Okay. You know, it was kind of cool to me because I'm like, oh, this dude, like, he builds all this doll furniture yeah. and, like, he, it takes him time and he's so meticulous with it. And, and that's his release. So, so what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be left and running, whatever. Something, you know, shipbuilding for all like, something, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, I found my various re- releases everywhere between Havoc Journal, between uh, my lift in between this podcast uh, and, and many other things that I do. Um, I found my 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 olive branch, if you want to call it or, or my branches to reach out. Yeah, you know, to different things. So, you know, to my fellow officers and, and even veterans who are listening, who, who always hurt and will always be hurt. And we we just are. And and. It's easier to admit that that's the reality than to try to bury it. Absolutely. And to to the non-officers and the non-military that are listening, if you guys want more information, if you want to talk to us, shoot us an email. It's not, this podcast isn't just for officers, right? We want to educate the public. Yeah. We want to get out there and let people know. If you think that something we said is wrong, call and argue it with me. Oh, hell yeah. Because you know what? I'm a human being. As awesome as I am, I could be wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here's the thing. We're over 2,000 listeners right now, which is spectacular. 2,000, very good. Non-copyable IPs. Yeah. Like, legit. Yeah. Organic. <laughs> organic. We didn't buy them, people. No. We didn't buy them. <laughs> but, but organic, reach out to us. We know you're listening. Reach out, ask the questions, give it to civilian friends of yours, and have them listen to some of these things and Absolutely. ask you questions. Have politicians. If you know your, your local yes. city councilor, hey, check out this podcast. Give it to them. If they have questions, we'll bring them on the show. Or even if they don't want to go on the show and they have questions for us, we'll answer. And especially if you know somebody that's having issues and you want to reach out to them, maybe you're embarrassed to be like, hey, dude, is there something wrong? Yeah. Do you want to talk? Write down our email on a piece of paper and slip it to them. Yeah. And be like, hey, shoot these guys an email. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, the stuff that I've done at three o'clock in the morning for somebody that I don't know. Mm-hmm is I'll never admit to everything. Yeah. Right. And I'm not talking about 911 calls. I'm not talking about radio calls. I'm talking about the random fucking, Hey Pete, I haven't talked to you in about four years, but I really need your help. Yeah. I've, I've okay. Done let's put my clothes on and let's go. Yeah. I've, I've done it, you know, with that Facebook group uh, yeah. for law enforcement, you know, I've reached the, Hey, I, I'm awake right now. You know, when, when I rarely wear, work a midnight shift, unlike you, I, I will, I will, uh, I will, uh, you know, uh, you know, brother or sister in need. Yeah. Call me. I'm around. The last thing we want is, and I've always said it to people that I've trained to people that I were going to train. The last thing you want is to be standing over. Like I always say, you know, when somebody fucked up, I always say, how would you feel standing over my fucking casket right now? The last thing I want to do is be standing over your casket with my FTO. Of course, I said to myself, what did I miss? Yeah. Because I, we weren't as close, but I still talk to him all the time. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? What did I miss? What did I that? What did I that? And it ended up being one of my other friends who said, you got to realize this person wasn't that person when he did it. No. And that's what saved me because I was putting it on myself. Yeah. Here's the thing. We are, we are masters at hiding that shit. And blaming ourselves too. And blaming ourselves. I right. mean, we, we are masters. Like a cop will never tell you that they're hurting or a veteran or whatever, unless it, it unless it's really out there, unless that veteran finally admits it or that cop finally admits it or, or anybody actually right. for that matter that's right. suffering from sort of, some sort of trauma until they admit it and get out there and actually seek help. Helps out there. Again, even just talking, that alone can cause the dopamine to dump in your fucking brain and that's yeah. what you needed. Yeah. And, you know, everything's like a house of cards, right? You yeah. pull the wrong card out, it's going to fucking fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. You can be the strongest individual on the planet. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, but I love seeing this about police week. I mean, I've heard so much good about it. Yeah. I had actually sponsored through one of my other businesses events that were down there mm-hmm. and I never went. Uh, you you got to go. I mean, and I, I felt good doing that because I knew it was going to help families and yeah. stuff like that. But now just hearing everything and seeing everything. Yeah. I got to get the fuck away. So this is, <laughs> <laughs> this might be the best way to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, you, you go, you go down there like-minded individuals and, and just you're there and, and it's one big, uh, one big memorial basically, you know, and it's, it's an amazing time down there. You're not celebrating death. You're celebrating their life. Life. Yeah. Exactly. It's amazing. Exactly. Exactly. So we're, uh, we're, we're going to, uh, finish tonight. You know, with an end note, so to speak, uh, just like, you know, myself and Pete have been saying all along throughout this project is, you know, reach out. Yeah. Reach out. Helps out there. You know? We are your friends. We are your brothers. We can be anonymous. Yeah, exactly. We have doctor friends of ours that we can help you with. Yeah. There's just, just, just reach out, man. Yeah. Stop fucking around. Yeah. Reach out. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of uh, watching police suicides. I, I really am. It, uh, you know, just reach out. We're, we're here for each other. We only have each other. And again, it doesn't have to be that you have a fucking gun in your mouth, right? No. You want to tell me that your kid pissed you off today? Yeah. Believe me, the, the two minutes that I get to spend talking to you, I always tell you, I need eight hours more every day. Yeah. I need an extra day in the week, yeah. right? Yeah. That two minutes isn't going to fucking kill me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like the people that say, I'm so busy, I can't pee. Fuck you, you yeah. peed. Yeah, exactly. Stop. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Call me. Text me, email us, yep. put up a fucking smoke signal, whatever the fuck yeah, you want. Whatever. It's, uh, you know, so remember our email, projectsapien2020 at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Just, you know, tell us to go fuck ourselves. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> just, uh, just, or that. <laughs> just send us, you know, I know, escalated quickly. Right <laughs> so send us a note. You know, we love you guys. You guys are awesome. And uh, we thank our supporters once again, and uh, and everybody be safe for the rest of this week. We're gonna we're not gonna close it on uh, on uh, bagpipes. No, 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 no. We're gonna do. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have a little upbeat. All right? A little upbeat. A little upbeat. Guys, there it is. One more time, we're gonna say thank you, Havoc Journal. We're gonna say thank you to Live Boston Six One Seven, Vector Shields, Gym Junkies, and the thousands of listeners we got. We love you all. See ya. Bye. <laughs>